Bro, so I was sitting there, I'm talking to my cousin, bro, and I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm 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 seeing these pictures of all these beautiful women, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, he's he's very heavy into like religion and all that stuff. And I'm like, bro, if I'm not mistaken, it's somewhere in the Bible that said, lead us not in temptation into temptation. That's what it says, bro. Sound like a song, a lyric, <laughs> lyrics from a song, bro. <laughs> So I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm like, bro, do you see this chick? Not for me, because I'm married. I'm good. Not for me. Of course. You know what I'm just of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hypothetically speaking, if yeah, I were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, don't don't lead me into no temptation, bro. And he was like, no, it don't work that way. You know what I'm saying? It's a test. I said, bro, well, then he bullshitting there, because it's a whole lot of shit to get to. And he out here testing people with these beautiful people that he created, bro. No, <laughs> it don't it don't work like that. So I'm getting mad at him. I'm telling you the story. I'm getting mad at him. I'm saying, all right, bet. Well, shit, I got a um, I got a repentance card, a repentance card in my in my Apple Wallet. So what I'll do is I'll just from, repent before the sin from Amazon you know or where you get it from. Use the, use the credit. Yeah, from the repent from from the word. Himself, he could give out some credits. Like it's like know? in the. It says, "Is it in the back of the Bible or like where? Like where is it's, this at?" It's in the twenty twenty King James. The twenty twenty King James. So it's not LeBron new, James, not the Lakers well, James. This the Cavalier. I, I don't listen. I don't know which James it is, <laughs> but it's in there. So I'm like, I'm like, bro. I'm like, I'm like, he. I'm like, I'm just go ahead. You know, what I'm saying, put my pre repentance in and shit. When I make it to the gate. I should be like, hey, we good. I pre-repented. You know what I'm saying? Let, you hear me knocking, but let me in. You so know what like, I'm saying? It's like paying your taxes or like, like insurance, I'm, like insurance. Okay. Now, I got now, you. Now, now, are you following me? I'm following you. I like it. I like it. Because I'm hot, bro. Because you can't do this to me, bro. Okay. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't tell me that it's a test, bro. No, bro. <laughs> I'm out here. I'm out here praying for, you know what I'm saying? Generational wealth. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm praying for. You know what I'm saying? I'm working towards. And then you're going to put this beautiful woman in front of me, hypothetically speaking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you going to put her you going to put her in front of me and then, you know what I'm saying? I'm not supposed to do nothing. Why are you doing me like this? Who would do their child like this? <sighs> oh, hey, I'm listening, man. I can't <laughs> Man, listen, I'm hot, bro. We going back and forth, bro. I'm uh, he talking about some get me on the podcast for what, bro? Uh, get you on the, now, it's a, now it's a get me on the podcast request. Now it's a get me on the podcast. I said, bro, all right, bet. Well then let's let let's figure it out then. All right, bro. So bet. So if I put in a 24 hour repentance, you know what I'm saying? A pre-repentance, I should be good, right? He's still mad, bro. He like, no, you can't do that, bro. You can't be pre-repenting, bro. I'm like, man, you don't get out of here, bro. I ain't gonna put no names out there like I normally do. But you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Did you I do do that? Yes, you do. You, I did. Yeah, I, you I, be stitching, yeah. bro. I, you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, I be just trying to let the people know what's going on. You feel me? So, I, listen, you want to start this off with something funny or what you want to do, bro? Funnier than that. Go, go. Hey, this your show, bro. Go. This is my show, bro? Let, uh, all right, all right. So let me, let me put this on. This is a legend speaking in an accident happening. Is that fair? Is that fair to say? A legend, a legend speaking in an accident happening. Let's take a listen. 
Odell, at 27 years old, you're old enough to understand political correctness in the times that we live now. You can't just slap people on the booty. Yeah, of course, he probably knows it's not right from a man to a woman or a woman to a man, but you can't even do that locker room thing. That cop wasn't playing that. I mean, you're lucky you only got battery. <laughs> what if he filed for sexual assault? <laughs> is she a robot? What is she? You know, hey, you remember when they were going to storm Area 51? Oh, my God. They would have found her. That's where her so, show's filmed. So so I, I normally what I like to say, because I like to keep everything fair, you know what I'm saying, across the board. I'm an I'm a equal opportunist, bro. I want to keep everything fair, okay? Right. All right. I can't be fair in this, bro. I can't because <sighs> Wendy is a legend, all right? And we all have bodily functions that happen on a normal basis, bro. <laughs> but you can't, if you live on TV, bro, you can't lift the ass up a little bit and let gas go, bro. You just bro, can't, you can't on. think that it's going to be that silent and high <laughs> definition microphones, bro. <laughs> the lav- What is it? Lavalier's mic? What is it? I don't, bro, I don't know what, listen, whatever it is, you can rest assured that Wendy has better equipment than we got, bro. Oh, it's going to pick fact. up everything. That's a fact. She let the gas go, bro. And, but, but to her defense, though, because she's an icon, she literally walked herself right through it without nobody noticing until now, bro. Jeez, man. So salute to Wendy Williams for letting the gas out, bro. <laughs> it was wet, bro. I can't do that. It's just disgusting, bro. What are you talking about? It wasn't about? even a... It wasn't a poop, bro. <laughs> I'm actually hot at her, bro. I don't know what she ate to poop like that, bro, or to fart like that. It was wet, bro. And she sat there in it. Like, she should have said, we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no messages, but we'll be back. And then, you know what and I mean? then a, De- a Depends commercial come on or something like that. Okay. That'd be perfect timing. Perfect timing. Salute to salute to Wendy Williams' guts, man, for not letting the, the real accident happen on live TV. That would have been devastating. So you want to get right into Odell Beckham or what? Which one so we get right into Odell Beckham, bro. <laughs> Talking of asses. Talk about asses. What's wrong with your bro, bro? What's wrong with your guy, man? Odell Beckham's like my son, bro. He don't know like when to stop having fun, bro. Like, he, like he just, he'll just. I don't know, like what's wrong with this guy? Like he's dancing in every video. He he act like he won, even though it's his squad. That's how I would be dancing. But like he handed out money. Now they under investigation. He's smacking officers on their asses when this is a serious encounter. Like and he think it's a game. Like he's joking, and it ain't no game, bro. Him and him and Antonio Brown gonna be on the XFL uh, when the when it start in February. I ain't gonna lie, bro. If that happened though, I'm watching. Oh yeah, they be they they gonna be beasts. They gonna get paid in um vouchers. So I'm saying, paid in a voucher. Jesus, they gonna get paid in ten dollar concession stand vouchers. A voucher. And if they win, they get $15. But if they I'm, lose, they get $10. I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand what was like his thinking process when he slapped the officer's ass. First of all, before that, let's dissect the play. Let's dissect it. I wish Tony Romo was here to dissect the play because you know he's good at that, bro. That's mm-hmm. the one thing he's good at, bro. Yep. 
So Odell fades back. <laughs> he fades back and looks the office looks at the officer's ass. That's number one. Then he slaps it. The officer turns around. He looks him directly in the eye. And then he just starts to dance in front of the officer. I don't know what type of dance it was. I'm still confused as shit. I don't know what to say, bro. I, I, I mean, you, you've you been in the locker rooms, bro, in college sports, bro. You know how it is, bro. You got to explain mm-hmm. this, bro. You got to explain this for the people. No, no, I mean, especially after they won, you know, so to the listeners out there, uh, the LSU uh, Tigers won the national championship. And Odell Beckham went to uh, LSU. Um you know, so he was excited for a squad. So obviously locker room is going to be popping, bro. Like music, everybody happy. Um, you know, people, half the people sweaty, so they're going to take off their gear. Or the other ones probably went in the shower and then they still got to get dressed. But they still, you know, turning up, being excited. But come on, man. You know, it's all cameras in there, reporters in there. So there's nothing to hide. Like you can't hide on what you're doing. And you Odell Beckham. I think he had his own crew with him like the whole weekend. Yeah. yeah. And you doing this. So I think apparently one of the uh, the offensive linemen or defensive linemen, like, what did he get in trouble for? He had a cigar. Oh, okay. So you can't smoke oh, there, in, there, in the there, facility. There right? are cigars in the in the locker room, and the security guard is walking around trying to find out who's smoking because you can't. Right, it's a smoke fire hazard. And yeah, it's a, it's a fire hazard. Right. And so the cop, I guess, approaches one of the uh, players and say, hey, put that out or are you smoking type of thing? He's trying to do his investigation to see what's going on. And as he's talking to the officer, Odell Beckham just comes out and don't, starts dancing out of nowhere. bro. You're not, <laughs> Looks at the officer's ass and slaps it, bro. And the yeah. officer turns around and then Odell Beckham starts dancing again. Like, this is a joke. What is good? <laughs> I don't like I said, bro. I don't know what type of drugs he was on. He could have been high. He could have just been drunk. You know what I'm saying? Like wild. I know you're excited for your team. I'm just saying, like, what are you doing though? Like, it makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what I don't know what Odell. I don't know what his situation is. But I will tell you. I will tell you this much. I would absolutely, hundred percent, positively love to kick it with him for one night. Just one night, bro, just to kick it, just to go out and just to turn up. Him? Um, uh, I, would put Drake, I would put Drake on there. Ooh, ah, ooh, Drake would be a good one. Johnny Menzel would be my number one. Though. Johnny Menzel, yeah. Johnny, yeah. Old, I don't know what new Johnny doing, but old Johnny. I want the old Johnny, bro. I want him. What about Gronkowski? Or Shaq? Oh, Shaq would be a good one. Shaq's a good one. Shaq is a good one, bro. Shaq's a good one. Shaq is a good one. Drake is a Chris Brown would be a good one because when he, he when he goes out to the clubs, you know what I'm saying? He he get he get crazy, too. What about Johnny, when he gets in cars? Well, see, we're not talking about <laughs> we're, not, we're not talking about that. That ain't, that ain't, this ain't the time for that, bro. This ain't the time for that. You know what I'm saying? What's the quarterback's name for LSU? The snitch. Bro, what what he snitch on, bro? The snitch, bro. So this guy goes. What did the on, Heisman winner snitch on? The Heisman winner goes on a podcast shortly after. Is a podcast or a radio show? I can't remember exactly what it was. He goes on and sits down with these people, and they say, "So, man, what was Odell Beckham doing? Like, what was going on in locker room?" He starts out by saying, "You know, I don't really need. Well, I mean, 
I mean, I guess, I mean, I'm not going back anyway, so I guess I can talk about it. That's the first mistake. <laughs> then he said, yeah, I mean, he gave us money. I mean, yeah, he gave us, he gave us money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I'm like, bro, you snitching. That is the ultimate snitch though, bro. You know how much trouble everybody can get into. You know what the university has already said, which I don't know why the media bought it, but they bought the fact that it was fake cash. It was supposed to be like fake cash, Come which, on, I mean, but but I mean, you know, they bought it. What you want me to do? I didn't do it. <laughs> but yeah. They bought it and they was going to leave it alone. But now he comes out and he says, yeah, then, you know, he gave out some cash and saying all this shit. And I'm like, why would you dry snitch? Even if you are done, you know what I'm saying? Talking about you're not coming back and you're done with, you know what I'm saying? You're done with college anyway. Why would you do that? I don't get it. Yeah, that's dirty, bro. I don't understand, bro. It's a lot of shit going on, man. But shout out to L- shout out to LSU. Um, it was a blowout. Um, yeah, they beat Clemson. They beat Clemson. Who'd you pick? I know you put some money had, on something, bro. No, I I wish. I want you. We'll get into, but I couldn't bet because okay. I was out the country. But I would have, mm. uh, you know, I would have uh, put my money on LSU. So let's hey, talk we, about. We, hold on, hold on. Do we even we introduce the show, bro? Like to the listeners, to the new listeners out there, bro. What show is this? Bro? I don't know what <laughs> show this is. <laughs> hey, man, it's the A Square Podcast. To the new listeners, to the old listeners, man, we appreciate y'all every day, man. You know what, man? It's it's kind of like I don't know if you're feeling like this, but my every day is it feels like a podcast now. Like I have a lot of people coming up to me and talking about the podcast, and we and we have more deeper conversations. Or I'll have a conversation with you, but I think it was on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just all, it's all in one now, man. It's kind of weird, but hey, I appreciate the love. Um, a lot of people are learning from our podcast. They, they like the, the way that it's fresh, that we, we just be ran talking about random stuff. You know what I'm yeah, saying? So it's yeah. never, Hey, you listen to this podcast is the same as the next one. Our guests are always different, which, you know, we got, we got some more heat for y'all. So just wait on that. Um, you want to talk about your experience so far with the podcast or, you know, our previous, um, you, you know, know Marine it, one or what? What's it? Well, first of all, shout out to the listeners. Let's give a round of applause for that if we could. Let's do that. We appreciate y'all, man. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah, so the, the experience with the podcast, um, uh, I will tell you this past weekend, um, I did something that I never really do that I said I was going to start trying. I was, I was going to start doing this year, which is showing up, um, supporting other people, uh, getting out of my comfort zone and just stopping at different venues and saying, what's up to people. Right. Right. I didn't realize how many people listen to the podcast. So I had three different venues up and I got like five or six different people saying, Hey man, man, the podcast is dope, man. I, Man, it's crazy. Like I saw, I heard this, that, you know what I'm saying? The show in love. And I was just like, oh, okay, that's, that's dope. Because, you know, you never really know truly who's listening yeah, unless, you they, don't. You don't. unless they um, comment on something or they share something. So just the random people that's coming up, I think that that has really opened my eyes to we got something special. You know what I'm saying? Like we got something that's special and dope. Cause when you got people that's just coming at you randomly, I think that, you know, just makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm I saying? Agree. So, you know, shout out to all the new listeners, the previous listeners, current, all, all of it, man. Shout out to everybody who's tuned in. Tonio, 
Where you go, man? You you always out the country, bro. What you do? <laughs> what you do? That's an inside so, joke. Damn, no, they yeah, won't know about bro. that either. I don't know so what, what you're you talking do? about. I don't know what you're talking about. Bro. <laughs> so you're the guy from last night, right? There you go. Uh, man, if if y'all don't know me, um, you know, I I enjoy traveling. Um, you know, I wasn't fortunate enough to travel as a kid. So as an adult, I'm traveling all the time, man. Um, so every year I try to go out the country. Um, and so this year I went to Columbia, man, the country, man, it was, it was beautiful. Mm. I was out there for a couple of days. Um, so do you want me to just ramble about it or you got some questions man, or what? Go what in, bro. Go all in. Right, talk, so, talk about it. So I'm going to talk like I'm the idiot. And and let's say let's say you don't know something, y'all can make fun of me. All right, to the listeners out there, because I don't know, I I didn't know, and I and, and I know now, I struggled so that y'all could be successful, bro. So for <laughs> so first off, man, I'm going to a country that doesn't speak my language, right? So they speak nothing but Spanish. So I'm like, all right, that's cool. I'm, I've been to Panama, I've been to other places where they speak Spanish, you know, Mexico. So we good, we Gucci. But the problem is they don't have American currency. So they have pesos. So to the listeners out there, hey, a peso was a peso to me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey. <laughs> so um, I asked plenty of people, what's the best way to exchange American money to whatever currency, i.e. country that you're going to, right? So I heard three different ways. So the are the three most common ways. So one way was, hey, go to a bank, your local bank in the States and get your money exchanged so that you have money when you're there. I heard um, and, and let me know if you heard the stuff too, Aaron, or I don't know. Um, <clears throat> the second way I heard is wait till you um, are at the airport and do a currency exchange, yeah, you know, I go to one way. of those places. Yeah, and I, I said, OK, and other people say, wait till you get in the country and just use the ATM and take out money as you go. So I said, well, cool. I'm going to do all three so that the podcast will know which best way worked for me in this situation. Right. So I was the guinea pig. So went to the bank. Um, I was going to take a couple hundred dollars, but I was like, all right, well, this specific bank, you have to do a minimum of two hundred and fifty dollars. Right. They weren't even going to entertain me unless I was doing a minimum of two hundred fifty dollars. Cool. The lady's never done this exchange either. So she says, um, what you need? I said, pesos. She said, all right. Um, she started typing. She said, Mexican pesos. I said, shit, they pesos. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what you mean. What you mean a Mexican peso? Just give me a peso, bro. Something in my head said, you need to Google that shit, bro. <laughs> Man. A Mexican peso. Give uh, me bro, one. <laughs> bro. I Googled that. I said, is there a Colombian peso? That shit said, bling, the difference between Mexican pesos and Colombian pesos. I said, man, I'm glad I looked that up, bro. <clears throat> so, yes, there are different types of currency. So there's different types of pesos, you know, uh, yen, all the other stuff. So make sure you know what currency of uh, the country that you're going to before. Like I said, hey, I'll be the I'll be the idiot. Maybe people didn't know that or people did. But so um, doing that exchange with two hundred fifty dollars. Um, so the exchange rate into Colombia is, let's say, three to one, right? So one American dollar gets you 3,000 pesos. Um, so they only deal in thousands in uh, Colombia, right? They don't have 
nothing's five dollars. You know, it's, it'll be five thousand, right. Right? right? Okay. Right. So one American dollar is three thousand pesos. So I always times everything by three or divided it by three, and you kind of get what you're paying for. Um, so going to the bank, they charge me like thirty five dollars, man. Um, which I didn't know if that was good or bad, <clears throat> but I went to the bank. They charged me thirty five dollars. I got money out of uh, the ATM. They only charged me four dollars. And then I also got money at the currency exchange in the airport. Uh, I think they charged me like eight dollars or something per 100. So uh, the best way I would do it is um, not go to your local bank. I think that's the most because you got to think they have to take the time out to go get the money, exchange it and then bring it back to you. You know what I'm saying? So. um, So to the listeners out there, I would definitely I would do these two things land in the country and then go to the airport and at least take out, let's say a hundred dollars or $50. So at least you have some type of currency to get a taxi, maybe get a meal or wherever you got to go to, right. Even to go to lunch or just explore out. But then I would definitely go to the ATM, just take out as much money as you want. You know what I'm saying? Take yeah, your money, yeah. take it out Absolutely. as you need. So those would be my, my two recommendations. But, um, but man, Columbia was beautiful, man. You know, there it's, uh, I knew you was crazy by the way. <clears throat> yeah. When you, well, sent me, when, when you sent me the message and you was like, bro, I'm going to have a million dollars, bro. When yeah, I get over there, facts. I'm going to have a trillion. You was like, I'm going to have all this money. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm going to agree with you because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know Columbia, but yeah. I, I thought that it didn't sound, it didn't sound right because when you were saying you was about to have all that money, I'm like, shit, yeah, well, fuck from- living here then. Let's move <laughs> and let's take our money and buy a yeah. mansion and just say fuck everything, bro. <laughs> yeah, so uh, $220 got me 700,000 pesos. Okay. So it was close to a million dollars, a million pesos basically. But break that down to the people because like you said, every like every time you paid something there Yeah, were- yeah. So so um I'll break some things down that I wrote for you guys. Um so each country's different, right? So these are some cultural differences of um that I dealt with and and I'm only keeping it to Colombia because there's other places and they're different. But um <clears throat> Colombia is dealing with, they're about to take away Uber March 1st. Okay. And they've had Uber for six years. So a typical ride, like a taxi ride would be, let's say 10 American dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Which is about 30,000 pesos. A Uber drive from place to place was 5,000 pesos. That's like a dollar and 50. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uber, you were making so you were saving so much money with Uber, but they the the country realized that they can't tax Uber. You know what I'm saying? And they're taking basically jobs because there it's all um, you know, it's the economy is is based off of transportation there and taxi drives and stuff like that. So they're getting rid of Uber. So people were stressing about it. Um <clears throat> bro, you gotta pay to go to a bathroom in some places, dog. Which is yeah. like a, a thousand pesos, which is only like 30 cents. But, you know, just some things to consider. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed, though, which I wish America would get to this, is they're very um, health conscious. And what do I mean by that is their food is phenomenal. But when you get your food, you're eating it. 
There ain't ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce on Absolutely the table. Not. Nope. There ain't mayonnaise. There ain't none of that shit. It's salt and pepper on the table. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, also, what they do is this is just in uh, Bogota, which Bogota has 10 million people. I didn't know that city was that big. So Bogota is huge. Um, what they do every Sunday, shut down the roads and then they have they, they open it up for people riding their bike or running. So it's like a big marathon. The whole city just gets together. Everything's closed every Sunday. Wow. You know, and, and that's a way to, <clears throat> you know, spend time with your family, keep everybody health conscious, go run, go bike, or just things are closed, go to the park. They playing music. So I, I really enjoyed that. And I wish America kind of adapted that, even though America's more go, 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 money, 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 money. You know what I'm saying? But there they take the time that nah, bro, everything's closed. Just go be with your family or go exercise and stuff like that. So I enjoyed that. Um, we also went to uh, Medellin or Medellin, even though it's spelled Meta Medellin. <laughs> so it's pronounced Medellin. Um, and then we also went to uh, Guadalupe where, you know, um, your boy Pablo, man, was 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 gone and we saw some of his houses and his houses were burnt down because the cartel was trying to catch him and kill him and stuff like that. So it was great, man. Great, That's great, dope, great. Bro. Yeah. That's very dope. Yeah. When I was down in Mexico, um, <clears throat> what I learned is is that, um, you know, like what you just said, like when you're when you go to an American restaurant, there's so many different spices. There's so different hot sauces, barbecue sauces, anything you want that you can get put on your meal. But when I was there, everything was salt and pepper and that's it. Everything was seasoned to perfection. Right. So what they season it with, what they put on it is what you're going to get. And if you want some salt or pepper, it's on the table. Outside of that, that's I mean, that's all you're getting. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. no A1. So, I mean, I didn't ask for A1 when I had my steak stuff, but I'm just saying in, in regards to whatever, like, uh, for example, I'll tell you, I ordered some uh, fajitas and I was expecting them to come with like sour cream and like guac and all this extra yeah. stuff. But the, But their guac came on the side and it wasn't no sour cream. You know what I'm saying? But I, I thought in my head, every time I go to a Hispanic restaurant and I order fajitas, there are there's a bunch of stuff that comes on the side that they don't do. You know what I'm saying? When you're in Mexico. So I appreciate that when you tell people that because they're going to they expect that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and even 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 the portion control, like you could go to a gas station. You know how like they hear they have 20 ounces and two liters and shit. They don't have none of that. You buy like a 10 ounce pop. That's that's the portions that they got. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have 20 ounces and two liters and jugs and shit. Like, no, nobody's ordering that. You get enough to quench your thirst, you know what I'm saying? Finish your meal and then you're out of there. You're not just drinking unnecessary sugar and all this other, you know, all the all the fats and stuff like that from food. So So do you think that makes people um appreciate what they're getting more? What do you mean? For example, um, you know, here you can get whatever you want, whenever you want, and however much you want, right? But but there, you can still do the same thing, but you have to buy extras. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, for example, you're saying a 20-ounce is just a 20-ounce or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it is. Like, over here, you got two liters, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, that you that you can get. So, I feel like sometimes I feel like that can make people appreciate like, okay, I don't need this much. You know, I actually really, truly don't need this much to finish this meal. 
and, you know, and it man. goes to waste and it goes to waste. Like how, how many people are finishing a gallon of milk? Right. You're right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that shit will spoil before you even finish it. So if you can cut it in half or force, just, just, okay, you finished that. Now we got to go to the store to get another one because that's what we need. Not just keep milk in the refrigerator for fucking two months and you ain't even using it. You know what I'm saying? Not as just extra milk that, yeah, that somebody else could have used. Yeah. <clears throat> um, another thing, uh, like, so I got a, I got a 90 minute massage, deep tissue massage, bro, for like $50, which was 150,000 pesos. That's it's only crazy. Like I did the same thing. Yeah. I did the like, same thing when I was down in Mexico. Like, like it, it was nice. Um, to the tourism, if, if people are wondering, hey, is it safe there? So <clears throat> the past, you know, the cartel, uh, I didn't see too much cartel, but they're, they're probably still there, obviously. Um, but a lot of I, I visited the touristy places. So it was a lot of cops out. And our taxi driver told us, he said, yeah, man, about three months ago, a lady got robbed, um, robbed a tourist. And he said the cartel killed the person who robbed the tourist. Like the next day, he said, because y'all, they fucking up the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, we don't need to scare tourists away from these areas. Like, we need fresh money coming in. You know what I'm saying? That's how they function. So um, it was a very safe place. Everybody says it. There was like, no, if you a tourist, you, you're seeing like a, a god there because they want you to come and spend your money and have fun and tell your friends. And then they come and stuff like that. So um, <clears throat> so don't. So the listeners out there, if y'all ever thinking about going to Colombia or think it's unsafe and no, all, even the the, um, the locals said, yeah, in the past 10 years changed a lot. Um, the weather there is the opposite of what it is here in America, you know, because they're close to the e- equator. So it's summer, summer-ish there or spring. It was like 85 degrees when I was there. Right. And, you know, here it's like shit, 2030. Right. Um, I did, I did something that I wouldn't prepare for, man. Okay. What you do? Again, what you do? <laughs> what you do? <laughs> so, went out partying. <sighs> Get home late. You know, we kicking it, bro. It's our second night there, I think. Second night there, kicking it. Get three hours of sleep. We're like, hey, man, we finna hike a mountain tomorrow. We about to go hiking. I said, bro, I ain't scared of no damn mountain, bro. Like, let's get it, bro. Like, that's the type of person I am. Like, whatever it is, I'm doing it. All right, three hours of sleep. We wake up. Hey, we gonna eat first? No, no, no. They got they got food on the top of the mountain, like a whole like shopping center. We just we just eat up there. All right, bet. We get to this place, bro. I see I see a bunch of people at the bottom stretching, and I'm like, is this a race? Like, I got a race going on today. <laughs> like, you know, what I'm saying I, I I wasn't ready. I was like, what what's going on here? They're like, no, that's where we going. I'm like, okay, that's what's up. That shit, bro. So. First off, we're at elevation. I don't know if anybody of the listeners ever been above sea level, like a high. Like, I, I guess the closest thing that I can think of is is Denver, Denver, Colorado. Yeah, is is a mile. That's what they call it, the mile high city. Is a mile above sea level, <clears throat> right? So if you ever been high above sea level, um, your body it's less oxygen the higher you go. So if you're in Denver, you'd be like, "Hey, man, it's the A squared." <sighs> It's the A Square podcast, and you know, so your body's gasping for air because it's less oxygen. That's why top athletes go to these places because you're training in low oxygen. So then, when you come down to a normal, you'll you'll be better shape, right? We're two times Denver, so we're 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 two we're two and a half miles above sea level where we're headed. 
and three hours of sleep, nothing to eat, bro. And I didn't even stretch because I'm like, um, we're going to be at the top in like 30 minutes. Man, <laughs> my neck, bro, psh, nut, a mile and a half of stairs, bro, straight upwards. It came a point where I start seeing double. It was really? high because I didn't eat. So one of the shops, I stopped and got a banana and some Gatorade, bro. Like I had to get something <laughs> in my body, bro. I'm sweating. So I'm on the edge, bro. Like, is this ever going to end? I see an 80 year old dude pass me. I see a dog pass me. I see your four year old kid counting the steps in Spanish. He's like, cuatro cinco, cuatro seis, cuatro nueve. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, like, I'm a bitch. I got to get up, bro. So two hours later in my SpongeBob voice, we finished, bro. And that shit is like the best feeling ever. But my body felt it, man. Felt it, felt it, felt it. But um, great, great scenery up there. Like I said, it's one of the highest mountains um, that you can, you know, that they got a walk area up and stuff like that in Colombia. But so it was great, man. Was good and you gotta walk. And, and you gotta walk down. Well, once no, you no, got no, up no, there, no, 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 hell no, hell fresh no, out, hell no, fresh no. out, no, fresh, fresh out. No, there's a, there's a, there's a trolley. Oh, okay. So there's All a right. trolley <laughs> up and a trolley down. And guess what I did going down, bro. <laughs> And you know what? I called all the people when I got down there, all the people trying to trolley up, I called them all cheaters. They looked at me like, what? <laughs> they they probably didn't even speak English. But I said, hey, bro, y'all cheaters, bro. Like, y'all had to go through what I went through, man. That's just <laughs> no joke. That's dope, dog. But it was, it was a good dope. Columbia trip, man. Um, Another thing that I didn't pay attention to, which, you know, to the listeners out there who travel, is know if you're supposed to get shots or not in the country that you're going to. Mm. so get with your doctor um like let's say you want to go to africa or something you know um it, it doesn't matter where in africa um you know get with your local doctor or your, your physician or something like that and say hey i want to go to this country is there a shot list or do i need a specific shots right and they'll say yep you need this this and this get those before you go Fuck so that. some people i ain't getting well, shit bro no all right, all right. i'm not ain't finna put all nothing right. in me to block out i don't all get right. flu shots bro i'm fresh out <laughs> All I'm right, fresh listeners. out, fam. All right, so to the listener out I there who, who I needs to do him, both, I, I tell them I'm going to the motherland, and that's where I'm from originally. Somebody from somewhere that created me. <laughs> All right, listeners. So I need two listeners out there who are brave enough. One, <laughs> one do what I say, and one do what Aaron say. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all see, come back and back? tell us about it. Right, right. See, see if you don't die from malaria and goddamn everything else. Right? But yeah, that's just one thing that I didn't think about. You know what I'm saying? When you go to certain countries, you know, especially far out, you know what I'm saying? See if there's a shot list or any pills or something that you need to take just to be on the safe side. So, you know, those are some some travel tips, man. Okay. So overall, great trip. Overall, man, I would I would do it again. I really need to learn Spanish, though, man. Like it's me. I love talking. Me, I love talking to people, man. And I've missed out on a lot of great conversations with people just because, like I said, I can't. That the language barrier is is the only thing that's holding you back. And did we talk about that uh, previously? Um, we talked um, about I think how, we did. How, how important. Whether we talked about it on the podcast or not, we talked about it. Uh, you know, over the phone or in person. How important it is that you know, or 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 not how important it is, but how. Uh, uh, the difference between when people come here, we expect 
Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. Them yeah, to right. them to know what our language is, but then when we go somewhere, we expect them to know what English is. You know what I'm Correct. saying? Correct. So Correct. It, it's important to learn that shit. And I'm on it actually too, man. It's crazy because my son knows Spanish. Um, and I don't. You know what I'm saying? He actually took that shit serious. He's, you know, learning it. And um it's important, man. It's yeah, very man. important. But good trip, man. What well, how was your week, man? Ooh, all right. Let's get into it then. Uh, <laughs> I did something I never done before. Um, a bucket list thing or just something? Nah, it's something that kind of came up out of um nowhere. Actually, believe it or not, um, I was chilling at the crib. I think it was Saturday night. The wife had went to a birthday party up in Chicago. With one of her best friends. Uh, one of my guys hit me up and he was like, "Hey, bro, what you doing tonight?" I'm like, "Shit, I'm chilling." what's up? He was like, hey, you want to go to the shooting range? I'm like, hey. I, won't, I don't have, you know what I'm saying, my license at the moment. I literally, that day, literally that Saturday, I just applied for my FOID card. Okay. I, so I had just done it in the morning. So this had that had nothing to do with anything. I had done that in the morning. So the, he was like, you want to go shoot? I'm like, I don't have my FOID card, so obviously I can't. He was like, well, you can if you go with me. He was like, I have somebody to back out with me so you can go with me and we can just go and, you know what I'm saying, and shoot. I was like, shit, well, let's get it then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm excited, you know what I'm saying? Because I've never been to a shooting range before. Okay. So I wish I'd have known that. I, Bro, I've never been. So I was like, well, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we go up there. Um, I have to sit through like a training video, you know what I'm saying, they, on gun safety and stuff like that. A lot of stuff I already knew. Um, but you know, a few little things I didn't know. It's like 10 minutes long. All right, cool. So I come out and immediately I see first of all, number one, it's all white people in there, bro. <laughs> That's number one. So and, and they're all either like super country, rural area, you know what I'm saying, folks, or whatever. Uh, very country folks in there. And I see kids, and I'm like, what the fuck are these kids doing in here? I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm thinking you got to be at least 16, 18 or 21 to shoot. So why are these kids in there? So it's a kid in front of me with her father and bro, he got a bag on him. Bro, I don't know what's in the bag. I don't even care, bro. Whatever's in that bag. I don't want to know, bro. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, um, he's like, uh, yeah, my daughter turned nine today. So I told her, I told her we'd come out shooting. <laughs> and now i'm waiting i said I, I tap my boy i said watch this shit i said watch this shit because i just knew the guy was gonna say no you know what i'm saying you got to be a certain age they were like all right is it her first uh first time being here he was like yep that's her first time being here but here's my 11 year old she's been here before i said no bro they cheating <laughs> they cheating this gotta be fake bro <laughs> it, can't, it can't be real they signed her up and walked off you know she watched the same training video i did so i'm i'm confused bro i don't know if we're shooting bb guns or pellets i don't know what what the hell's going on at this point so my guy's like all right so we're gonna go after we're done doing the training video stuff we go to um he brought two guns with him that are his and he wanted to rent one of the guns that they have for consideration to buy so he rents one. So we got three guns. They like, all right, bet. So we go back there. He said, all right, here's your job. You have to hit 
this target from 15 yards out five times. Once you hit it five times, then you're good to shoot and you don't got to worry about nothing. I just need to make sure that you can hit it from uh, 15 yards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. So, shit. I get the gun. Like, I, I know how to hold it. You know what I'm saying? Everything. First of all, it's not like a movie. That's number one. I want to get the people that haven't, haven't ever shot. Now, see, on the record, I've never shot before. Okay? Off on the, the record. On, on the, the record. record. That's on the record. That's on the record. All right. Off the record. So, on the record, I, sh- I never shot before. So, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, what? Hold on. So, you're about to say off the record. But you're Listen, on the record still. On the, okay. on the record, I never shot before. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I sh- so I get the gun. You know what I'm saying? He tells me how to, you know what I'm saying, load the bullets in. He tells me how to hold. He's standing right on the side of me. Um, point aim. You know what I'm saying? All this stuff. So I shoot. I hit the target almost right in the middle, bro. He was like, good shot. Let's see if it's luck. You know, you got to hit five, you four more. I shoot again. I shoot a little down to the, you know, down further. Then I shoot, you know, again and again and again. Five shots. I hit all five times, bro. Two times almost in the middle. So, Look bro, you, bro, he was like, he was like, man, that's that's pretty good. Because considering the fact most people that go in, they they miss. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, I got to be honest with you. Like, they'll hit, but they won't hit the target. Like, they'll hit outside, way outside of the target. You know what I'm saying? So I hit. So like I'm geeked, bro. I'm I'm excited, bro. So now I feel like I can shoot anything. You know what I'm saying? So um I'll say this. Um the entire time I was there learning three different pistols, um uh the triggers are different. Like I'm talking about for people that haven't ever shot or have only shot for one gun or whatever. I literally every every gun has a different trigger. So the the last gun I shot, which I can't remember what it was, the pounds of pressure that you have to pull on it to get it, you know, to actually pull the trigger is completely different than the first one. You know what I'm saying? So right. um, each one was different. So really it is about what you're more comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? And so I learned a lot about guns there. Um, I also learned that, you know, ain't no age barrier, bro. Like our, our I feel like our community as a black community, I, I, I've i never been told in my life until that moment, let's go to the gun range. Right. I've never been told to, I'm 34 years old. So in 34 years, I've never been told, let's go to the gun range. But these are very young white kids being taught the safety, how to use a gun, how powerful a gun is and how important how how to use it you know what i'm saying and i honestly at this point like i think that's extremely important and i think that's maybe a part of why we have so many you know people who do you know certain things and and i just feel like if you get your kids involved and you teach them the importance you know what i'm saying of 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 gun safety at an early age I do kind of feel that that's important, you know what I'm saying, in the black community to to do and not be afraid of it. You know what I'm saying? I think that a lot of times we're afraid of it. Yeah, I like well, that. And it, it was it was a great experience to me. Uh, I can't wait to go back. We're supposed to go back in the next few weeks um, and learn more. But I will tell you this. Um, 
it's some weirdos in there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious, dog. Like, all right, I'll give you, I'll give you one quick example. Um, so next to me, there was a guy. He had, he couldn't be older than 18, bro. He 18, 19. I, I just feel like he was young, and he had to do the same thing that I had to do, which was hit the target five times. He missed all five times with the pistol. All five times. He hit on the second time, he hit it twice. So the guy told him, I need you to hit this three more times now. Otherwise, I can't let you shoot. He hit the target, but not like in the middle or anything like that. Like he barely hit the target. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So he got it, you know, certified to go ahead and shoot. He brought his own gun. Dog, he's shooting, to me. he's shooting that bad with his own gun? No, he's shooting that bad with the gun that they gave him because they oh, only okay, let okay, you okay, shoot okay, with okay. a pistol. Okay, I got you. I got you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, okay. So he brought his own gun, which was like a, um, it was a rifle. <laughs> so he brought a rifle, bro. So you can't shoot with a pistol, but you got a rifle. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he's just, I mean, he's shooting. Now, now he's shooting as fast as quick as he possibly can and i think that that stuff is just the scary part you know what i'm saying like you're not even trying to learn the gun safety you're not actually trying to learn uh how to shoot you just want to shoot the biggest gun you can and the quickest that you can and that's like the scary part of it you know what i'm saying and so that was my experience um and observing people and seeing how um People want to shoot the biggest, quick, bro, you can rent any gun you want. Anything that's legal, you can get. Mm-hmm. So there's people next to me shooting AKs, bro. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, and, and then the way they're talking is even crazier. They're like, ain't going to miss with this, some bitch. Ain't going to miss with that there. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> you know, of course you shouldn't miss. I would hope you wouldn't miss with that. But, you know, say, are you focused on your aim? You know what I'm saying? Are you trying to actually learn? Or are you just trying to eliminate? And that actually, that's the part that scares me. If that makes sense. So that was hey, my man. experience, man. And, and, good, man. and I think I think just saying this to the people, I think that um, it's extremely important, just as por- important as you're telling your people to, um, you know, how, how important gun safety is. You know, the gun laws, you know, all these things. It's it's especially you know, important to train as well and understand the power of a weapon if you are going to have one, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just passing it down, go get your license, uh, go get your concealed carry, and then you're good. You know what I'm saying? Like actually knowing the power of these weapons and and training. And I I can appreciate those parents that took their, you know, little girls out and stuff like that to learn how to learn the safety and learn how to use them. You know what I'm saying? I can appreciate those fathers. So that's what I did, bro. So you're going to head back? You're going to go back? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, like that's I said, I like when this card coming in the mail, I'm going to get my first one, bro. <laughs> okay, look at you, man. Hey, I'm, hey I got look. If, they, if it's legal and it ain't going nowhere, which it's not going anywhere, you know what I'm saying? I think it's important to um, protect your family from anything. And that's the key word for me is to protect my family. I'm not looking for nothing. I'm not looking to do anything. I'm not waiting to do anything, but I want to know the safety and how to handle the weapon. You know what I'm saying? So I don't make any mistakes if I have to ever use a weapon. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm, that's where I'm at with it. Okay. Who, um, I'm going to switch subjects on you. Yeah. 
What's your top five rappers? Oh, shit. Here we go. I don't like doing that, bro. <laughs> I hate doing it. Uh, in no order. Yeah, no order. No order. Ice Cube, um, LL. Um, definitely, I mean, definitely Jay-Z. Um, I mean, everybody always says, you know, saying the, the Biggie and Pac and stuff like that. But um, I, I definitely would. I definitely will put Biggie in there and uh and just out of the safe of argument because I was I was a fan of the poetry, I will say Pac, but um I, I the the first three really uh made um really make it for me. You know what I'm saying? LL, Cube, Hove, um LL for changing the game and doing something a little different with, you know what I'm saying? I need love doing something a little bit on the softer side, but also I'm bad. I mean, I always say he's the modern day um, Drake or he, or Drake is the modern day LL. It's kind of how I always, you know what I'm saying? Said it because LL was able to do both. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I put a lot of, I'm a big fan of LL and his work over the years. Uh, I'm, I kind of already know what you're about to say. <laughs> So mine, no order. <laughs> Jay Z, Nas, Tupac, Biggie, and the one who's in my top five dropped an album man this week, man. Eminem, bro. All right. Eminem's in my top five. So to the listeners out there, uh, Eminem dropped a new album. I guess it was random. Um, music to be murdered by. Um, how many tracks it got? It got twenty tracks, man. So. Was it 20? Um, I didn't yeah, feel it like 20. it was 20 when I was listening to the whole thing. Yeah, a couple, thing. 20. But so lyrically, man, he's a he's a beast. He's still Eminem still got it. He, it's more it's kind of paying homage to like his older ones where he's killing everybody and talking crazy and raping. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah. But he has one good song on there talking about the Vegas shooter, you know. Um, so that was that was a pretty touching um, you know, song. Um, I, I guess apparently a video dropped or something, which I haven't seen yet, but um, to the listeners out there, if you are fans of Eminem, um, you know, he did drop a surprise album out there. So, yeah, that's what I just wanted to know, man. It, it was very uh, interesting in that, um, you know, him writing that. Well, first of all, to the people out there that's complaining about that song where he's talking about the act of Vegas shooting. First of all, if y'all got to complain about that, then you don't know Eminem. So just keep your opinion to yourself, bro. Yeah. That's how Eminem, right? He, he's known on doing stuff like that. So let's not even act like that's not a thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was it was a good it, it was a good song, man. I can't, I can't be mad. It's crazy, but it, that's that's just Eminem. The intro is what did it for me. Yeah, the intro was fire. I am really big on intros, and despite the fact that a lot of artists don't put a lot of effort, I don't think they put. It's it's a lot of artists out there that don't put a lot of effort into their intros. I think a lot of it's intro sets the tone, bro. Right. And he set the tone um, with his intro. And I don't I don't know anybody who ever puts in a CD or a tape or something and starts at track two or three. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody started the the first song, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So like you said, that sets the tone for how you feel and the vibe and everything. So yeah, you definitely got to put time in your your first song. I say top 3 intro people. Um mm, uh I not like not not even not even in any order, but um 
Twister definitely has to be in there, bro. Okay. The first record on his shit is always a heater, bro. It's never he he always takes pride in that first that first one, bro. Eminem and Meek Mill, bro. Meek Mill gonna give you all mm. the smoke. He gonna give you all the smoke, all the energy you need to go to. If you need to go to the gym, bro, or you finna go shoot. Put Meek Mill in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, w- like, I will put Drake in there too, just as, as like coming off the bench, you know, hey, from I, that I, list. I, I, I uh, Drake, Drake, Drake puts time in his uh, intros as well. I can do but that. I like, I like yeah. that list though. That's a good yeah, list. Absolutely, dog. So yeah, Eminem came and then I called you. And then the same conversation, I told you Mac Miller came out with something and then you hung up on me. Yeah, bro. Don't ever disrespect Mac Miller, bro. That's what you told me. So now you owe me an apology. I'm telling you it again. What you mean? So now you owe me an apology, bro. Why is that? Because you ain't believe me. He didn't put out an album, bro. What are you he, talking about? What are you talking? He did put out an album. Are you drunk, Circles? Bro, what's going on, bro? <laughs> are you drunk? Is this live on air right now and you're drunk? You didn't know Mac Miller put out an album? No, I didn't know Mac Miller put out an album. So you bro. thought I was joking? That's why I hung up on you. What you what you think? I, so, you, so wait a minute. As a Mac Miller fan, you thought I was joking and hung up on you. And you hung up on me. Bro, and you still he don't read it. Can I hang up now and listen to it? <laughs> That's funny. That's not Damn, funny. Damn, bro. bro. That's not funny, bro. Damn, bro. I'm about to listen to this, bro. So what? you did so this is three this is Friday, bro. And we here we are Tuesday. And you so you really didn't believe me. You hung up on me for real. And didn't Why even, do you think I hung up on you? Yeah. I didn't believe you till just now. That's some nutty ass shit, bro. Damn, dog. All right, well, I got something to listen to now. I like it. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> I hate you right now, man. dog. Appreciate week, you, man. This weekend was cracking. You had Eminem, you had Mac Miller, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> oh my God. Bad Boys 3. Yeah, man. <laughs> Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther shout out, King shout out Day. to him, bro. Shout out to Martin Luther King, man. Did you watch Aaron Hernandez, bro? No, I'm, I'm gonna get a chance to watch. Like I said, I was traveling oh, and okay. trying to get back in the thick of things, so, so we we'll can talk skip, about it next time. So, so yeah. we'll, we'll we'll skip that one, though. I'm gonna let um, you. I'm gonna let you dissect that one so I can go yeah. back and see if I missed anything in that one, bro. Okay, but um, let's keep it on sports, man. We got our Super Bowl um contestants, yeah, man. You got uh. San Francisco 49ers, and then you got Kansas City Chiefs, man. Who you got? So um I'm gonna go I'm a, I'm I'm gonna say I would love to see Kansas I would like to see Kansas City win because I like Patrick Mahomes a lot. You know what I'm saying? I like his energy, he's young, um, I like his uh motivation to his team. I like all of that, bro. But um I just I feel like Kansas City can win, but I'm going to go with San Francisco. Um, I'm gonna go with San Francisco for the simple fact that, um, in all honesty, I just like the overall build of their team. They don't yeah. have one specific person or two specific people that you're looking for on offense. You know what I'm saying? You're 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 not looking yeah. for just a Kittle or just Emmanuel Sanders or just a what's the name of the running back Mosset uh, uh start? No Molster. Ah Molster. Sorry. Didn't mean to butcher that name anyway. You're not looking for just those guys. You have to be looking for the open guy or the person that's just gonna get the ball. You know, I think everybody equally 
is, you know what I'm saying, trying to get the job done with no egos. And, I mean, I feel that same way about Kansas City. Although they have the amazing weapons and everything, you could say the same thing about San Francisco's defense. You're not singling out one person. It's a whole defense that's really good. So I'm looking forward to it. But I'm just going to say that I think the most complete team is the San Francisco 49ers because I still got questions about that KC defense, even though, you know, Matthew getting off, you know, you got your certain people on the team. I'm just saying as a whole, as a complete, I think that San Francisco uh, is is capable of winning this. I agree with that analysis, man. I mean, if I had to put my money on it, I would bet the 49ers just based off of their defense is going to try to equalize their offense. But San Francisco's offense would do way better than Kansas City's defense. Yeah, so I, I, I think the score would be like, let's say 28-21 yeah. or 28-17. I think it's going to be close, but then I think towards the end, that run game speeds up the game, you know, and so that that's less possessions that Mahomes will get because the time's always running. So, And um, the, amount, the amount of people. I know a lot of people thought that, you know, Tennessee was going to do that with Derrick Henry. I know, I know they thought that, that. And they did a good job with, you know, trying to milk the clock and stuff. But I think the difference is – is the weapons that San Francisco has. I mean, you're running three or four different backs, bro. Correct. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not just trying to hand the ball off to one person to get the job done. So I think it's just a little bit different. Um, and saying all of that, let's talk about it, bro, because we did it before. We got a back and forth. <laughs> Again, bro. Got a back and forth. Darrell Revis, bro, calling out Richard Sherman, bro. And this is what I've already told you, bro. This is a conversation we had for like an hour. And, and, when now, was over and now I'm ready to rebuttal, bro. <laughs> now I'm ready to rebuttal. I wasn't prepared before, bro, but I think I'm prepared now, bro. So you prepare for our argument or the argument that's in question now? I'm prepared for in question now. Let's say that. Okay. Because I, I understand. Because you can't be prepared I, for our cause, argument. Because I, I, I do agree. When we say who's the best defensive back in the league, I have to agree with you that Gilmore was the best. I have yeah. to agree with that. Yeah. There's no there To me, I just have to agree with that. But here's what I'm going to say. Um, I think what frustrated me about what Darrell Revis was saying was Darrell Revis was an amazing back, bro. Like he was he, – he covered every number one no matter what, bro. You know what I'm saying? You got Cromartie on one side, but you had Darrell Revis, who's covering the number one for 90% of the game. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, he's he's covering them, and that's his job. But I think what we don't look at, and, and the more I did some research into it, bro, is that um, I don't I, – I can't say I don't think. I know it doesn't call for Richard Sherman to handle a number one because that's not the scheme. Yeah, he doesn't have to. So – I think it's unfair to say that, well, this guy covers the number one all the time because that's not what Richard Sherman is 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 known for. But if you look at his numbers and if you look at his contributions on defense, the guy is amazing in his ninth year, bro. He tore his Achilles. And I think that in him to come back and perform at this level of production and not have the setback that the majority of people do, which I'm saying for a fact that an Achilles is one of the, if not the worst injury that you could have. You know what I'm saying? Uh, For a person that has to run, 
You know what I'm saying? You could say <laughs> yeah. your neck, your neck injury. Uh, you can always say a back injury. Uh, nowadays, if you tear ACL, they put a new one in. <laughs> you know, what I would say saying? I would say groin and Achilles are top two things. Absolutely, you know, even hamstrings. You can people really don't pop their hamstrings. You know what I'm saying? They just pull them. But your groin and your your Achilles are, are major parts. But to do this in his ninth year, I think Darrell Revis was hating. Uh, yeah, when no, he, I agree with that. When he made a statement saying, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, of course, yeah, all right, so whoever, the strong safety wasn't back or whatever happened in that case, and Rich Sherman ended up guarding Adams, Adams ended up smoking for, what, 50 yards, 60 yards, or whatever the yeah. case may be. So it, for him to tweet what he tweeted then is out of anger for how their situation ended with him and you know, Sherman at when Sherman in his third year was saying, I'm the best, you know what I'm saying? At a young age, you're saying you're the best, you know what I'm saying? So I think Revis uh, had some animosity towards that because they already had words before, you know what I'm saying? But I think it's unfair for us to, to judge Richard Sherman and not put him in the top categories when that's not a part of his scheme. We don't even know if if it was a scheme that called for him to guard the number one. We don't even know if that's, you know what I'm saying, if, that, if he's capable of it or not. Because when he was in Seattle, he played the same position. And then when he's over here, he's playing the same position. So I think it's kind of unfair for people to say, well, Richard Sherman only covering one side of the field. It's not like he's a third down back that only comes in, you know what I'm saying, on third down or whatever the case may be. So I just think it's a little unfair to not include him in, you know, some of the best backs. And I listened to Cromartie talk about that today. Not today, it was yesterday. And he was just, I think he he said some of the similar things that I'm saying now is just that he said now that he's retired and he's looking at it from a different perspective, He's seeing that the scheme matters. The scheme mattered when he was playing with Darrell Revis and he was on one side. His job was to cover the number two guy. You know what I'm saying? His job was not to cover the number one guy. So it, it's, it, I just think it's a little bit unfair. The guy is amazing in his ninth year. And I don't think it's been hard to say that you've seen a defensive back in the ninth year come off injury and then be released and then be picked up and then take the minimum or whatever his deal was in the perform at this level, I think it should be commended rather than talked down to. I agree. I agree with that, man. And, um, you know, good luck to him. And like I said, hopefully, you know, we'll see if the 49ers win. I don't care really who wins. I just hope it's a good game. Good yeah, Super Bowl, I, I so. agree. I agree. And since we own football, let's go to one more thing, bro. Uh huh. Um, just briefly, let's talk about um, it's because it's I know I know we we pushed we got a lot of stuff, y'all. You know, what I'm saying a square podcast, but just a quick update, man. Um, I know a lot of you guys have probably already seen Antonio Brown throw out his his girl go crazy on her in front of the kids, which is the most thing that I think is the most ridiculous part about it is that it was his kids out there. Um, but just to give you guys a quick update, um, the police were at his house today. Um, apparently, it, it, he's had an issue with some movers and some uh, 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 battery charges that the police are trying to bring up against him at this time. He's wilding out again, bro. He needs <laughs> a mental health, bro. We got to get this shit figured out, bro. I don't know who got more CT, him or Aaron Hernandez, bro. I don't know. 
Well, well, Luke Kinkley retired, so he can go. He can go help <laughs> Antonio Brown. Somebody needs to help him, bro. He needs some real friends, bro. So I'll just leave that at that because I ain't gonna spend too much time on Antonio Brown, bro. Yeah. At all. At yeah. All. We we've talked about him over like ten episodes, man. I ain't worried about him. Um, one more thing for sports. Uh, Conor McGregor. Um, if you haven't seen that, um, he had a fight last Saturday. Um, he fought Cowboy, and he basically knocked him out in forty seconds, man. So Conor McGregor's back off of I think a year hiatus or something like that, or he was suspended and all that stuff too. But he said he's back focused, and so you know I look forward to seeing more from him. But it was and now he and now he want to fight and now he want to fight Floyd again, bro. Yeah, of course. Okay. It's already been, it's being put up, it's being set up. <laughs> it's anything, I beat that boy. It's anything to I beat that boy. It's anything to grab the money, bro. Like these people, it's it's crazy, bro. So out of all the people you can fight in UFC, you want to go back and fight Floyd again, bro. I, I don't understand, bro. Yeah, man. That's but salute boy. to him for the win. Yeah, man. He won. He won. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. A lot of um I, I want to give a shout out, bro. All right, go ahead. I want to give a shout out to Becky. Um, last name is Hammond, <laughs> I believe is her name. Becky Hammond. Yeah, Becky Hammond. Yeah, I know her. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to her, bro. You just can't be giving a shout out to random Beckys, though, bro. Like you gotta, you can't have that dramatic pause there, bro. I can't repent. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> see, you trying to get this canceled, dog? I can't get it. <laughs> Why we gotta cancel, bro? Does she have good hair? I don't know. Oh, see, that's God. what I'm. That's not what you did. You ain't see, gonna give me crazy, with that, bro. God. Uh, bro, I I can't I can't deal with you, dog. Listen, I'm gonna give a shout out to her. Um, she did something that was uh pretty dope, man. I think. Um, first of all, number one, I think it should be more women, uh, referees, coaches, etc., in sports in general. And I think this is the first time in NFL history that there is a woman coach on the sideline. I can't remember exactly what her position is. Um, but she is going to be on the sideline for, I think the 49ers, if I'm not mistaken, listeners, please, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think she's on the 49ers. I can't remember the lady's name, uh, at this moment, but so, so she tells, uh, she goes up to Popovich late in the game, bro. And she says, Hey, challenge the foul and one Jimmy, Jimmy Butler got a foul and one. And she says, challenge it. And he was like, no, I'm not challenging that. So, you know, he tells the ref he's not, you know, challenging or whatever. And then so she goes back over there and she says, challenge it. What do you have to lose? We're already losing. They was down by five. She said, challenge it. So he challenged it. Not only did they win the challenge, bro, but they won the game. That's crazy. It is crazy considering the fact that that's pop. You know what I'm saying? And But, you know, who knows, bro? Like, you know, she... She had a, I, I mean, I followed her for a while and I think she's going to end up being the first women's NBA coach at some point. I think that's, he's molding her to be that way. And I think the fact that she spoke the way that she did to him and not, it wasn't afraid. I commend her for that, bro. Like just, Hey, get out there and go. What's the worst that can happen? Well, we already fired. Right. We already fired. We already bro. fired. <laughs> You already fired, bro. So you might as well go out there and get it anyway, bro. Yeah, I respect it, bro. That's so, what's up, yeah, to definitely. Um, what else we got, man? We got movies, dog. Come on, man. You know I, I keeps the movies blood. So let me talk to you about one because I know you finna get to you gonna get to the other one. First to the of all, review. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I want to give shout out, uh, 
condolences to um the rock uh his dad passed bro rocky really? johnson i didn't yeah. know that damn rocky johnson passed bro and you know um for, for number one bro african-american you know um wrestler he was he was you know amazing he was you know one of the first people like being in fit you know the way that it was and everything like that like he was really good at what he did he was really good at entertaining he molded the rock into who you know he was and and he's he's passed now and the rock just spoke on it like a few days ago which is weird because the rock is on social media like every day bro <laughs> you know what i'm saying and and then he kind of went to like a little hiatus went away and um you know we know that his father passed so our condolences go out to his family um to those of you who didn't know that yeah man i didn't know that yeah condolences man so um movies dog uh let me get into one so yesterday i was bored um and i had already watched the aaron hernandez situation so i'm like bro let me find out what's going on so lately i've been like really impressed with tyler perry and i've been excited about you know him building his you know his his own studio and all that stuff i've been excited about that so i'm like oh he's he got a new movie out. Let me check it out. I know it's going to be a Tyler Perry movie, which means that um, if you're going to get a Tyler Perry movie, you got to think of it as a play. Shout out to my wife for telling me that. You got to think of it more as a play rather than a movie, even though it's a movie. Like, that's just how he writes. I'm like, all right, cool. So we start watching it, bro. Um, it's called uh, Fall from Grace is what it's called. So Netflix. So, spoiler alert, a little bit. Um, first of all, bro, Tyler Perry got to stop putting wigs on these actors, bro. The male, the male <laughs> actor. I called it as soon as I seen it. I said, bro, why is he wearing a wig? I don't understand. I don't understand what the infatuation is with Tyler Perry and putting people in wigs, bro, and lace fronts. I don't, I don't understand it. So then Tyler Perry walks in and he got a wig on. I don't understand. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm lost. I'm already lost, bro. So what was mind-blowing to me is I said, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to just keep quiet. You know what I'm saying? I'm just watch a movie, whatever. So they get to this scene where they're sitting there and, you know, they're having a conversation. And I don't know what told me to do this or why I was to do this, but I started looking at, I literally started looking at the people in the background. I don't, I never really do that, you know, cause they're just extras. They're just people that's in the film. Like you, they want you to keep your eye on the people that's actually in the, in the movie. So I started watching the people in the background for whatever reason. And first of all, bro, this dude is eating, he's chewing <laughs> and I'm like, all right, okay. So he takes a drink. There's no water in the cup, bro. Oh my God. There's no water in the cup at all. Like it wasn't even like condensation on it. It was like, it wasn't a drip of water in it, bro. I was hot, bro. <laughs> I was hot. So he, he, he drink and he swallowed. That's what made me mad even more. It made me mad that he swallowed the drink. So no drink. So then he's still chopping up some eggs or something. They in a, now let me tell you, I'm trying to paint this picture to you, Tony. They're in a diner. Imagine me and you going to like a diner, uh, like a, a regular diner. Let, let's say Waffle House, okay? So let's say we're at the Waffle House. You watching somebody drink something. Ain't no, no water in there. He's chopping up eggs. He's acting like he's chopping up eggs. And then he takes the fork and acts like he has something on the fork. 
and moves it towards his mouth, but there was nothing on the fork, bro. This sounds like a one cornbread review, bro. I cannot believe this shit. I was hot, bro. So he puts the fork in his mouth. Ain't nothing on the fork. <laughs> so then I'm looking in the background. I'm like, hold on. Something is going on here. Like, so, like a Tyler Perry can't do this at his own studio. It cannot be that low budget to where you got these people that's doing this, bro. I, I can't. It's just, this is crazy. Was this his first movie? From I his don't studio? give a shit, bro. I don't give oh a shit what God. it is. <laughs> so I look, so I'm looking over, and it's a Mexican chick. She on the left side. I'm looking at her, and she's in the back. She's eating. So she picks up a boiled egg, puts it up to her mouth, takes a fake bite of the egg, and put the egg back. There ain't nothing bit off the egg, bro. You put the whole egg back, and she's chewing. Antonio, when I tell you I was pissed off. I, listen, cinematography, I'm giving that a 2.1, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Storytelling, I'm going to give it a 2.4. <laughs> look, look, bro. What else real, you got? Real acting. Event, What's acting? Acting, acting. I'm going to give it a 0. 0.6, bro. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 0. 0.6. Um, overall. Did you, did, you, did you get what you bought? Did I get what like, I bought? Yeah, like like was it a drama? If it's a drama, was it a drama? If it's a, Ooh, if I'm it's a, a comedy, was it a comedy? You know, I'm, that's what that means. I'm gonna give it a five out of five, bro. Five out of five. Okay, all I'm right. And then, five, and then so is it a must see? Oh, you got one more. Ooh, just because I want y'all to see the lace front, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a two point two. Bro. I'm gonna give it a two point two out of five, bro. So overall, I'm gonna have to. I don't even know, bro. Where am I? Oh, I'm gonna give it a two point one, bro. All right, overall, okay, okay, I like it. Just because, it, just because technically it's free. I mean, you paying for everything on Netflix, so it's free. If you ain't got shit to do and you want to see some lace fronts, bro, go see the Tyler Perry Fall for oh Grace. Oh my god, that's that's crazy. <laughs> so that's 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 the Aaron review, bro. I like it, bro. <laughs> the DJ review. Yeah, the DJ, the DJ review, bro. Let's get it. Um, so to the listeners out there, uh, so into the Spider Verse. Two is already in motion. So if you if you like the first movie, which was great, I'd highly recommend you see Into the Spider-Verse. It's the cartoon of Spider-Man. Um, so Into the Spider-Verse 2 has been uh, greenlit, and I think they're filming now or creating it now. Um, another movie I would recommend you guys see is 1917. It's um, I was going to go see that too. The bro. World War One movie. Um, it's about a guy whose uh, brother is in a, um, in a squadron, and he has to kind of go through, um, you know, go to where his brother is and try to save them before they get bombed. Cause it's an ambush. Um, <clears throat> one cool thing that they did with this movie, which it's done, been done before. And I hate when people say that, Oh, this is this new way of filming. It's been done before. So if, if the, to the listeners out there, if you've seen Birdman, which it's all one shot, if you've seen Cloverfield, um, which is a scary movie, that's all one shot. So this, this constant flow of there's no cut scenes, but this movie, 1917, which won a couple Oscars, too, um, is pretty cool. As soon as it starts, it's a constant flow of the camera, you know, so the timing of this has to be perfect. They did one cool thing where, like, me and you could be talking and walking, and then to give you a break, you just come off of the screen, and I'm still talking, and the camera follows me, and then you got hop right back on the camera. Like, it was pretty cool. So oh, um, okay. it's not one of the best war movies that I've seen. Like, there's I can name five better war movies, but um, just the cinematography and just, you know, storytelling and stuff like that, I think it's pretty cool. So I would recommend to go see that. But 
Cornbread review for this week, man. You got to do it, bro. Bad Boys 3. Let's get it, bro. Bad Boys 3. Bad Boys for life, man. Yeah. Um, I, I got one question, though, bro. Yeah. One thing that... Are we the bad guys in other movies? Like other countries' movies? Are Americans bad guys? I'm starting to see... Every time I see a movie, the bad guys like Russian... You know, Russian, Mexican, Iranian... <laughs> like it's always somewhere well, else, bro. Good question. I did watch um oh god dog it. I can't Sincara. How do you say it? Sicario. Sicario. So you mentioned that on the podcast, and my cousin was like, Yo, I've been told you to watch a movie. Yeah. So let me just yeah. say this real quick. So I made a mistake because I didn't know what to, I didn't know. So I typed it in and it came up. Bro, why did I end up watching the second one? Because I didn't know that there was a first one. Oh yeah, bro. God damn it. So, well, what you think of the second one? Second one straight? So the second was great. Yeah. <laughs> so I, so I, but I thought like, I was like, man, I still don't understand what's going on. I don't, like at the end, you know what I'm saying? I didn't yeah, really get it. Yeah. So I got to go watch the first one. Yeah, you got to watch the first one. Too. But I didn't know that there was a first one. So just to uh, piggyback off of our last podcast, I didn't know that there was a first one. I know you mentioned it. Mm-hmm. So I went and I watched it and ended up watching yep. the second one. But anyway, good, uh, even in that one, I mean, you, you're absolutely right. Like shit. I mean. I think we just need to go to other countries to go to the movies, bro. Yeah, we have to find that out. <laughs> we got always the bad guys always from a different country, man. So, yeah. But but bad boys for life, man. Um, <clears throat> uh, it's a it's the trilogy of the original bad boys. The first one came out in what 95? 95, bro. 94, 95, I think. Yeah, 95. And then Bad Boys 2 came out. So this is the third installment. Um, acting, um, you got Will Smith and Martin Lawrence are the main characters in this. Um, I gave it a four out of five from acting, man. I think, um, so first off, Will Smith carried this movie, bro. Martin Lawrence is like, he, he's like an extra in this movie, bro. Like you really see him and no, he ain't doing, bro, we not gonna he do ain't that, doing, bro. hey, 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 I'm just telling my part of the cornbread. You can give yours, give yours. But, um, it has some tragic scenes and some funny scenes, but I think they, each actor handled their own. But like I said, Will Smith was the star of the show of this movie. I can cinematography, agree with that. I cinematography, 3.5 out of five. Um, great visually, but it, it's like, you know, they're not setting the bar on anything. They did a lot of uh, high speed chases and stuff like that. Cars blowing up. Um, it was violent too. You know, they were, they were showing some deaths. That was pretty crazy. I hate when films, cause I know that this movie was filmed in Atlanta. You know, like at least half of it. So I hate when films, they be like, yeah, filmed in Miami, but they don't never go to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So it's just funny how that's just, I guess that's Hollywood now. Yeah. Um, storytelling, I gave it a four out of five, man. Um, it paid homage to uh, the first and second movie. Certain characters came back, which I'm not going to give spoiler alerts, you know what I'm saying? But um, certain characters came back. Um, it, was a, it was some plot twists. It was some surprises. Um they opened it for maybe future movies, you know, which, you know, they already have. They already in talks of Bad Boys 4. Um, so I think it was a great movie. Um, did I get what I bought? I give it a 4.5 out of 5. I think um, I wanted to see action and comedy, and that's what I got. The only critique that I would give um, is that every time it was a serious moment in the movie, they always followed it up with a joke. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I understand that. But like every time it was a serious thing, they followed it up with a joke. So they never got too, too serious. Um, so that would be my only critique. And then is it a must see 4.5 out of 5 because, you know, it sold over 100 million in the first weekend. You know what I'm saying? Worldwide. So 
Um, everybody's talking about it. Everybody wants to see it. So overall, four point. I mean, four out of five cornbread reviews for me, man. So tell me what you think. Uh, I'm gonna have to agree with pretty much everything you said, man. Um, it, it wasn't what I I didn't know what the storyline could be. You know what I'm saying in this one. You know what I'm saying. So I like I'm a, I'm re- very huge on surprises. And I I got a lot of surprises. There's a lot of shit I didn't expect to happen. And I was just like, oh, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to give no spoilers out there, of course. Right, but right, right. And there's a lot of surprises. Like you said, it brought people back that um that that's crazy. Uh and I, I was honestly, I agree with what you said that Will Smith carried the movie because I feel like this was Will Smith's storyline to me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is Trigger Mike versus reality. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's more of the storyline. But Martin, bro, the, the jokes, the stuff that he was doing was was hilarious to me, bro. And then, like, I, I was literally dying at some of the stuff that he was saying and doing, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I think he played his character the right way. You know, when you see, when you go back and you watch Lethal Weapon, you see um danny glover and mel gibson mel gibson is the shooter you know what i'm saying he's the hot the hothead he's the guy that's doing this stuff and then you see the family guy who is you know what i'm saying uh uh uh, danny glover and he's trying to get out so it's like the same thing but the only difference is is that the stuff that martin is saying is funny and but also it's real life too you know what I'm saying? Like, when is this going to end? You know what I'm saying? How old are we going to be? Is this really going to be forever? Or are you going to, you know, are we going to grow? You know what I'm saying? And I just, like I said, man, I thought it was a lot of funny stuff. Um, originally, I didn't like the new, the new people that came in, but they grew on me and I love them now. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that that's cool. You know what I'm saying? To, to put those people in there. But like I said, is it a, like you say, is it a must see? I say five because. I just think that the movie was fantastic. I'm going to go see it again. And yeah, I, would, I would go see it again. I'm very big, Antonio. I, I'm very big. Uh, uh, I don't even know if you know this about me, but um, I one of these days, one of the I'm gonna say it right now. One of the bucket lists is crazy about me, and nobody would ever probably think of is that I really want to see an orchestra orchestra play. Like uh-huh. I want to see. I want to go to one of those. Right. And the Bad Boys theme song, like the um, I can't remember the guy's name that that composed the actual song, but they brought the original song from the first one back to this one. You know, what I'm saying you might not even caught it, but if you go watch the first one and then you listen to the songs, you know, that's in this one, not the Bad Boy song, but it's the other one. I can't, I don't know the name of it, but I thought that that was awesome that they, you know, kind of went back to that. You know, what I'm saying as well, so. Right. I just enjoyed it, man. I thought it was a phenomenal movie, and I would definitely go see it again. Yeah, and I recommend it to the listeners, man. Go see it. Like I said, it's it's it's, it's going to be better than what you think it is. Absolutely. And, and I think those two actors did their job, man. So that's good, man. Hey, man, this is the A Square Podcast, bro. I think we got through a lot now and a half, bro. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> um, I think, uh, yeah, we'll talk about power uh, on the next one. Yeah, we'll get. To I power. think. I think. I think. Um. People been fiending for for part two, man, of the Marines, man. Yeah, been, I agree, bro. They've been hitting bro. us up, man. They they love the episode, but they hate, bro. They be hot when we be turning it off. When we boy. turn it off, bro. <laughs> we, we turn it right off, bro. They be hot. But I think you know, like I said, we do that because you know your attention span. We want to make sure that you guys get the can digest the whole episode uh, or the whole conversation that we have. 
we'd be having two hour conversations and technically we can go longer. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it'd be great conversation that we have with people, but we want to make sure that, um, you know, you listen and re-listen to the first episode, get all everything, digest that, and then, you know, be ready to share for the second one. So, yeah, so I think we should dope. give them the second one next week, man. So, yeah, let's do that. So if you haven't listened already, guys, go and listen to the first uh, Marines Tale. The epi- uh, part one is up right now. Uh, and then let's give it a uh, part two coming up this week. So we'll give you time to listen to that one. And then part two is in. We'll drop that this week, man. It's the A Square podcast boy, DJ Aaron. My guy, Cornbread, man. And uh, I think uh, we did an outro this one. We didn't do no intro. So we just did an outro. <laughs> well, just keep your shoes by your feet. That's it. 2020. Hey, 2020. Keep your 2020. shoes by your feet. And we out of here, y'all, man. Peace. Hey, this is K Kemp, and you rocking with the A Square Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>